We all have paradigms and roadblocks that prevent us from excelling, and they can be real or imagined. Welcome to Beyond Bricks, a podcast that will give you the ability to break through those walls. Here's Dr. Nathan Unruh. Hello, everyone. Dr. Nathan Unruh here with Beyond Bricks, where we come in and have conversations about how do we make you better human beings? How do we make you provide better patient and customer experiences? How do we develop and define our culture so we develop and optimize our teams? And I got a special guest today that I'm literally looking forward to interviewing because uh, this gentleman has dedicated his life to really how to improve the overall human condition. Uh, He's a a doctor of chiropractic. He's a functional medicine specialist. He has a tremendous, tremendous following in the, in the world just on, on these principles of health. And why I wanted him to come into this conversation today is really, you know, here's the thing we know. Nothing gets better until we get better. And a battery cannot give off what it does not have. And I, I look at my own life that if I let my physical health go, my mental health, it affects every other aspect of our lives. And, you know, in one of our, our books that, you know, I wrote was called Digit, the one number that will transform your life. And what we really encourage people to do is break down the seven areas of their life every 90 days and do a quick rating. And so those seven areas are your spiritual health, your mental health, your family health, your social health, your career health, your financial health, and your, your physical health. And I know for me right now, mine I rated is 57 out of 70. But then I can look at where, where am I falling short and how can I get better? And I focus that 90 days. And I'm, I'm coming off of this last 90 days, I've looked at my own physical health. And it's guidance from guys like Dr. Silverman that I rely on in this information that he brings me to say, hey, dude, this is how you got to stay healthier. This is how you got to eat. This is how you got to think. Here's what your environment is is causing you to have problems with. I mean, I'm on the phone with him the other day saying, you know, talk to me about immunity. You know, we're hearing about vaccinations. We're hearing about all these things, but what can I do? So that's why Dr. Silverman is here with us today. So Dr. Silverman, thank you so much for making time. Why don't you just kick this thing off and tell everybody who you are and where you live and and uh, then we'll get into the conversation about how to make these people healthier. Absolutely. I, I thought that was a great segue. And it was funny. Um, you just inspired me. You know, I got to travel to South Dakota, come visit you tomorrow, do some things. And I'm like, mm, it's going to be tough. I don't know if I'll get a workout in. And I'm like, you know, I heard the 57 out of 70. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make sure I get that workout in tonight because I'm going to stick to my mantra. You know, I got to do something to improve every day because I got to walk the walk because if you and I don't as doctors and, you know, say, let's say key opinion leaders, l- look at the, uh, the masses, they have no choice. So, uh, so everybody knows I'm traveling to South Dakota. So I don't live there. I live in New York. I live right outside the great city in the great state of New York. There is a little tongue in cheek in there, but we won't go into detail there. I've been in New York my whole life. Um, and of course, I do not have an accent. More so than that, um, I've been a chiropractor for 22 years and I, I specialize in looking at the body from the inside out. I think that, you know, the outside's important. You know, we're all uh, 
we're, we all have some uh, vanity, I get it, but it's all about depicting what's inside out. And for everybody out there, the first thing is if you're looking for a coach, if you're looking for a health advocate, you need somebody who's gonna look beyond the symptoms, really start analyzing the systems, really looking at what we call that root cause resolution, understand that puzzle of health, because you just said it, you can have all the money in the world, you can have everything you want. If you don't have health, you don't have anything, and you're probably not going to be successful in other things. So health is the backbone for our successes in our family, in our business, and truly in life. As Jim Rome once said, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. Okay, I love you said some things. Let's start pulling it apart. I mean, I wrote down root cause, root cause resolution. Yeah. Also, you said inside out. Uh, Let's pull those two statements apart first, because inside out, you know, we talk about our businesses, we got to grow up from inside out. But what do we do as human beings? We always think we got to go do and chase the shiny object, which is outside in. Same thing in our health. We think that health comes in a, in a bottle. Yeah. And, and if that were the case, there'd be a line for it. You and I would be there and we'd make a lot of money, but there is none. And the, and the problem is there's a lot of misinformation. And also, you know, I, I'm going to be frank, anything good in life. My dad told me something. It was one of his better parenting moments, as I told him, as we review it. He said, nothing in life that's worth it is easy because if it was easy, it's too attainable and you won't value it. Health is work, but it's fun. It's a lifestyle. So when I come see you, we're not going to go to Mickey D's. We're not going to go to the deli. We're going to go to a health-oriented place, whether it be organic or farm-raised or get one of your famous grass-fed bison. I'm going to find a place to exercise. I'm going to try and enjoy the ride. But when you look at the body from the inside, it's interesting in that, you know, everybody knows if you cut your hand, you put a Band-Aid on it. And the doctor who just puts the Band-Aid on that, we call that putting a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. There's never been a better metaphor in life because obviously there's an opening, it's gonna heal with lead in there and the toxins and everything. But if you look at inside, what is your liver doing? What's your gut doing? How's your brain functioning? How's your mitochondria, the powerhouse of your cell function? And how do they all intermix? Because the body's all interconnected. How do they work? If that advocate, that doctor knows what it is, and is able to address it, you have gold. It's the same thing workings in business. If they understand the inner workings, they just say, hey, give me your balance sheet. Well, even I can tell you what a balance sheet does, but if they get in your inner workings and they can start to look and say, hey, you have a leak here, you have a problem here, you need to spend less here, you need to spend more money there. They're looking at the systems and not just the symptom. Great, okay, so let's 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 get real tactical. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's look at, because what I just heard there is we got to make the routine our reward. No doubt. So you just said, I got to go get a workout in tonight. I can't, ma- I can't miss that. So if we make the routine our reward, let's set up for these listeners right now, what's a good routine? And so let's start with the things we all know we should be doing, mm-hmm. uh, but we don't like we should. But maybe this is the the conversation that people need to hear that this will go, okay, you know what? This is gonna inspire me to take action. So let's talk exercise. No doubt. Talk to me what should most people be doing? How much should they be exercising? And what is the exercises they should be doing? Well, you're basically saying that routine. So routine is great, but as long as people don't think routine is something, ah. Oh. 
have to do this every day. It should be routine in that we know how valuable it is, like brushing our teeth twice a day, flossing our teeth, combing our hair, things like that. And um, exercise is a critical element, it is the backbone of our lifestyle needs. We were made to exercise. If we look at our forefathers, they were exercising. So for us, we're sedentary. Unfortunately, this is one of the rare times that I sit during the day. So movement, 10 to 15,000 steps, get moving. Uh, as far as time, 15 to 30 minutes is ample. They have something now called HIT, high intense interval training. And you can get a workout done in that HIT in four minutes. They call, happen to call it Tabata, but it's high interval intense training. Myself, my workouts are 45 minutes to an hour, never going over an hour because I got 23 other hours in a day. I got things to get done. And that incorporates everything, but movement exercise. And, you know, for some people said, I just don't have the time. Well, obviously you need to speak to Nathan. He'll tell you how to manage your time. But instead of taking the elevator, walk the steps, park mm -hmm. five, you know, five feet further from the door and move. Always choose to be movement because you know what, you know, the difference between life and death is movement. You don't move I like that. You got to move. That's yeah. Yeah. We were made to move. So so people will ask, you know, what's the best exercise you can do? And what I'm hearing right there is the one that you'll do. So whether it be walking, swimming, jump roping, hit intervals. So what you really need to do is make a commitment to how many days a week should they be exercising? I would recommend three to five. I try okay. and get five to six, but three to five. And, you know, I'll give you a funny story. And I, I do not try and say this in tongue in cheek. One of my, uh, I'm in Westchester County. It's a more upscale area. And one of my patients said, I don't like exercise. Well, what do you like to do during the day since you have a lot of time on your hands? She likes to shop. Okay, no problem. That's great. You know, I only wish you'd shop for me and bring it to here, but that's fine. So I said, great, go from one end of the mall to the other, browse, and then spend more time in it. She lost five pounds. It yeah. sounds silly and it almost, it almost sounds off-putting, if you will. But the fact is, that's what you wanted to do to really piggyback on what you say. Exercise should be fun. It shouldn't be drudgery. I enjoy it. Find okay. something that you like. Play basketball. Great sport. Okay. So that's number one, exercise. Here's what you hear. Three to five times a week. Mm -hmm. Do the stuff. that it, Mix it up. But make sure you, you commit to the routine. I will move three to five times a week. And I'll start at cardiovascular, some weight training, even body squats or body just for strength training. And then also you want to have some stretching involved because we don't stretch enough, do we? No, without, I would have to say the biggest problem is, and not to get too deep with the chiropractic is that our end result of inflexibility is a problem. And, you know, I'll even segue for you, not only physical inflexibility, I think when it comes to lifestyle, mental inflexibility. Ah, okay. So let's make that transition because mm -hmm. that was the next right. thing. How do we take care of our brain? I, and I'll never forget my, my son looked at me one day and says, dad, you know, we spend so much time like working on our bodies, like eating and exercising, but what do we do about our brain? And really talk about the brain for a minute. Well, without question, I mean, we can't live without our brain. It's the, it's the chip. It's that hard drive in our body, if you will. And everything else is, is, is the soft drive. In theory, we can live without a heart. So I guess the Wizard of Oz had it right or wrong, actually. 
but our brain interesting our brain runs on fuel but here's the thing everybody everybody thinks the fuel that you're supposed to give your brain is sugar carbohydrates that is incorrect the memo is good quality fats are the proper fuel for our brain to function on so if your kid's going to take a test don't give him a banana give him an avocado studies have shown that sat scores act scores have gone up prodigiously with a better meal prior. So some of the problems they, that we see in some of these studies are social economic areas. They don't have access to proper fuel to enhance brain performance. So without question, take care of your brain. It's your most nutrient dependent, energy dependent organ in your body. Best thing, good quality fats. Okay, so tell me what those are. So you just Obviously, what, what are the good quality fats that we can eat and buy at the grocery store? And then how do we also supplement with good quality fat? Good, great question. Here's some good quality fats. We'll even call them fatty fruits. Coconut, avocado, olives. Then you've got your extra virgin olive oil. So those are that's a great choice. You have other specific oils that I would recommend like macadamia nuts. You can have raw nuts. These are all great choices. The things you want to avoid are the white carbs, kind of like the bread. So here it is in a nutshell. I tell everybody, make sure you know what your GPS is. No gluten, no processed food, no sugar. Because if you have a GPS, make sure you take care of your DNA. No dairy, I know that's tough in the Midwest, no nicotine and no artificial sweeteners. GPS, DNA, and don't eat crap, it's simple carbohydrates, refined sugars, artificial sweeteners, and processed food. Jack Lane, who's a chiropractor, graduated in 1936, once said, if man makes it, I won't eat it. If God gives it, it's a gift. Great. Okay, so there's some great stuff. So I'd also say, so that's a, taking care of your brain. Obviously, exercise also affects the brain big time. So again, yeah. go back to number one that we talked about. Exercise is not about your body, but it's also about get, making your brain work. Uh, nutrition. He just told you how to get just go what you can buy at the grocery store. What should, you know, how can we supplement to help? Because we know this, our foods, even when they're organic, we're still dealing with fungicides. We're still dealing with pesticides and everything else. So it's still a good idea to supplement. What's a good supplementation that you would recommend for the brain, a, a daily supplement? You know, supplementation, supplementing to lifestyle, like you say, because hence what it means. So let's start out with some of the obvious omega-3 fatty acids. You know, if you're not able to get uh, what would I call wild smash fish, salmon, mackerel, anchovy, sardines, and herring, get some good quality omega-3 fatty acids. Great choice. Some other choices, believe it or not, would be a specific kind of magnesium. It's called magnesium l 3 MIT studied it, shown to decrease brain aging by nine to 14 years. Brain is a big topic. June, brain Alzheimer's and brain awareness month. Alzheimer's, just as a little aside, kills more people than breast and prostate cancer combined. By the year 2015, wow. thir every 33 seconds, somebody will die from Alzheimer's. So if you... I can tell you this, you, we all know people who've beaten cancer and heart disease. We know no one to date, and that's changing now, who's beaten Alzheimer's. And that is changing, and that's changing through lifestyle. So to segue, I, I know there was a lot to unpack there. Yeah. So getting, getting back to other supplements, uh, I would take some good quality pre and probiotics. Prebiotics, you're looking at like a kimchi, fiber, 
probiotics you get in the bottle, those are critical because the gut and the brain communicate. Whatever you do to your gut, you do to your brain. Whatever right. you do to your brain, you do to your gut. And you know, if you're looking at brain health, you're really also talking about gut health. And that's why food is so important. Do you get gas and bloating when you eat? Because if you do, I bet you the house that 30 minutes later, you get a brain fog. So what you ate disturbed your stomach, communicated with your brain, and that decreased. Probiotics, prebiotics, great choice. Once again, omega-3 fatty acids and good old vitamin D3 with K2. Okay, so awesome. So, and I'm going to get back to, you know, some of those supplements. So where do, where do you get them and why, where should you buy them? Because that's common questions you and I get from patients all the time, right? right? So we'll get to that in a minute. So what you've heard so far, exercise three to five times a week. Start mm -hmm. doing it. Make it your routine. Number two, you got to take care of your brain. He just gave you some great things. You can start taking care of your brain. Another component to, your, to making sure that you're taking care of yourself is sleep. Talk to me a little bit about sleep. Sleep is your body's chance to recover. You know, if you want to talk about brain, your body detoxes and squeezes. It shrinks to 40% of its size at an appropriate sleep level and squeezes out all the toxins and metabolic wastes. If you don't get a good night's sleep, you're unable to do that. So it's interesting, they did a study with 20 year olds. You're in your prime life for 20 year olds. One bad night's sleep damage your drain 20%. So sleep is a critical element. It's where everything rejuvenates. You want a better immune system, get some sleep. You want your gut to heal, get some sleep. You want to recover from the day before, get some sleep. You want high functioning, get some sleep. And you know what's interesting? Early to bed, early to rise, that was without question correct. So how many hours, how many hours a night? Without question, a minimum of seven good quality hours. And okay. think about your lifestyle. You'll want to go to sleep. You'll be able to get sleep if your lifestyle. That is probably the biggest question that I got asked. Fatigue and fatigue based on food and fatigue based on sleep. People are tired. And you know why? They're eating late at night. They're eating too much sugar their systems haven't calmed down, their brain hasn't calmed down. They're looking at their laptop at 12 o'clock at night, trying to go to bed at 12.02. That just ain't happening. Yeah. Well, there's another thing that, is, is, you know, that I've been looking into more because patients are always asking about, okay, what kind of mattress should I sleep on? And you know, one of the ones that I recommend is by a company called BioPosture. And they have Salient, which is a performance fabric that helps during healing while you're sleeping. And one of the things that hit me when they were explaining this to me is that, you know, it was a federal requirement to have these flame retardant chemicals on the mattresses. When you start thinking about our skin as being our, our largest organ, and you think about all the thing patches we put on ourselves to get like nicotine or try to even the opioids and the different patches. Well, if, our body, our skin can absorb those chemicals. What's happening at night when we're sleeping on these flame retardant chemicals? That is the number one, one third of your day, sorry, is spent on sleep. Everybody who's spending that time on most mattresses, other than a bioposter mattress, is spending it housed in chemicals, like you said, because the flame retardants were required by the government because people used to smoke in the 50s in the bedroom, you and I don't smoke. 
they'd fall asleep, they'd drop it and poof, it would go up. Yeah. So everybody's sleeping on a flame retardant unless they go to a practitioner who gives them a special prescription to allow them to get that mattress. In addition, so everybody full disclosure, I'm on their board and I chose to be on their board because that's the mattress I use for myself, my wife, my family, and all my patients. In that, the reason I do it is not just because it has no flame retardants, because of the, not, and not even just the salient, it's got the foam, the adherent foam. So as a chiropractor, as we move, it molds to your body to allow you to stay in proper posture in the body. So many times you ever take a picture of somebody asleep and you look at them and go, Mike Tyson knocked them out. I mean, they're laying there discombobulated. I yeah. mean, somebody said a pick on them in a basketball game and they're done. I mean, they're <laughs> but yeah. if you sleep on that, you look more normal because it adheres to the needed positioning. So it holds your lumbar spine. So if I were to take a bowling ball and drop it, it wouldn't bounce up. It would mold to the bowling ball. Very good. So, all right, again, breaking it down, exercise 35 times a week, take care of your brain. He gave you the nutrition that you need to do. Just talked about sleep. Now I'm going to talk about food. Obviously you've already mentioned some of it, but if you were to give somebody, because there's so many of these things out there uh, of diets that you can do keto, mm -hmm. this, this, or that, you know, I always have heard, you know, the simplest way to eat, like if it wasn't around 2000 years ago, probably don't put it in your body. What should your plate look like? What should your portion size look like? Give us some just practical strategies to eat healthy. Well, always make the best possible choice. And that's why I gave you those acronyms before. But, you know, like you said, if it wasn't around, that's a great idea. Just remember, eat from the color rainbow. The more color the foods have, the more phytonutrients they have. In addition, it's real simple. If man makes it, don't eat it. So what are you looking at? Good quality meats like grass-fed, grass-finished meats, the wild fishes like we're talking about, fruits and vegetables are the backbone, plant-based, and you have to individualize it for you. So good oils, you know, it's really funny. I went into an organic restaurant, it's known, I think I might have mentioned this to you uh, the other day, and I'm big on what oils do you cook in? And they were cooking in something that's very deleterious to your overall health and omega-6 oil. So how is it prepared? So when you're there and you have to make the decision, if you're not cooking for yourself and carrying food, you have to make the best choice. So I'll give you a little choice. Everybody loves sushi. And I do. New York City, great sushi. My wife's Asian. We go have sushi. It's great. But when you think about it, if I asked a room of 100 people, 98 people would say sushi is healthy. And I'm going to say, no, it's not. Because sushi is, is farm-raised fish, no good. The rice is white, high glycemic index carbohydrate. They've added sugar to it because it tastes so sweet. It sticks together because they, they added a rice vinegar and gluten. So I'm, I'm not trying to put sushi people out of business. I'm going to go have some sushi. You, you want wild fish in a soy wrap in a cucumber wrap. So it's making the best choice. And that's, that to me is such a critical element. And I can tell all the practitioners there, if you want one ask in your office, it's gonna be a food list and a recipe. That's all they do. I didn't know I was gonna wake up after 22 years of practice and 12 postgraduate degrees and have to be Chef Boyardee, but that's where I'm at. Yeah. Well, there's, it's, it's hard though. I mean, let's be real. It's, it's hard. 
I mean, you're going 100 miles an hour. There's fast food here. It tastes good. If it didn't taste good, we wouldn't eat it, right? There's all the different things and so many choices. But again, it comes back to make the right choice. And I know this for me in my own life. I always make the right choices if I'm eating consistently, again, on a good routine. So talk to me about a routine of eating. How many hours between eating? And what, what does it kind of look like even for you in a day? Yeah, I mean, it's funny, the word routine. So I do something called intermittent fasting or really properly said is time-restricted eating. So there's times during the day that I fast and there's times during the day that I feed or eat. I can tell you we were not made to eat all day. I know in the last 10 to 50 years, people said five meals a day, low blood sugar, which is good, but you don't want to eat all day. You want to eat in a segment of time. So my window of eating is between eight and 10 hours. And my fasting is between 14 and 16 hours. Mm. So most people have the complete opposite. You don't, and the biggest key is, I don't care when you start eating, I care at what time you finish. I want you to finish four hours before you go to sleep. As long as you do that, that's the one criteria that's critical for health outcomes. Don't eat near when you go to sleep. So when do you eat? So for me, I, I like to start off in the morning. Because I get up, I love to start my day with some organic coffee. My wife is great. She makes my uh, pasteurized organic eggs before. And then I have a multitude of choices with the avocado and the nuts. And I'll be honest with you, occasionally I have a little oatmeal. And yes, it's carbohydrates. And once a month I go wild and get a gluten-free bagel. Sorry, can't help myself. But it's right. usually in fruits and things of that nature. Um, I don't eat a lot of bars. I eat real food. I will definitely take shakes or medical foods. I don't have a problem with that, but I eat at the start of the day. If I also, if I had to change one thing, a big push would be organic coffee from regular coffee. You know, we just talked about flame retardants. What about pesticides? The three most commonly sprayed things in America are cotton, which you'll find in a mattress, believe it or not. Number two is tobacco and number three is coffee beans. So organic coffee, versus just coffee is going to precipitously drop your pesticide load and increase your health prodigiously. Love it. Love it. All right. Good stuff. So I, what, what I heard there too, because you talked about your bagel and you get real and that's what I like. I like guys yeah. that are real because it, it is the, it is what it is. I got my own, my same vices. Right. Um, it's about progress, not perfection. And I think there's a point in time where I was just, absolutely rigid and got so rigid dr silverman i was kind of miserable to be around i mean it couldn't be social because it's like i'm not gonna eat that i'm not gonna eat that i'm not gonna do this i, I would say you know what 80 percent rule 80 percent of the time if you're following a good routine and the 20 percent of the time hey go for it do it but then the thing is if you want to dance you better pay the band therefore you better supplement you better go exercise to get rid of it Right? Absolutely. And a couple of points to that. Good, healthy food tastes good. It does. Oh, I can, you're right. You're right. You're, oh, my God. I can't. And you, and you, know, you want to know why people think junk tastes good? Because junk is high in sugar. And sugar is the most used over-the-counter drug in America. It works yeah. with the reward center of your brain. When mice were offered sugar, 94% of them took sugar over cocaine. So we're addicted to it. I get it. There are yes. people that come in and say, you know, I feel like I'm on detox. They, I, I feel like I'm trying to go like this. Yeah. 
it's very, very powerful. So when you decrease that sugar, because healthy food won't be so high in sugars, it'll be, you know, they'll have some natural sugar an apple, berries and the like. But yeah. the bottom line is, again, your body will functioning. You know, David Sinclair said something in Harvard that was, he's the aging guru. And he said very simply, the first sign of aging and failing health is the body's ability or inability to communicate. Food is a potentiator for information to communicate appropriately. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so let's close this conversation. We've given a lot of good information, mm -hmm. some tactical things and practical things that they can start doing right away. Again, you gotta take care of yourself before you can take care of others. You wanna perform at the highest level no matter where you are at in your life or what your profession is, you have to take care of you. And so we gave you some strategies for exercise, how to take care of the brain, how to sleep, finding the right mattress. Now also what kind of foods you should be eating, talking about a little bit of intermittent fasting of when you should, could eat. And so now I just want to, if you were to say, what is the top five supplements that, because you can't, first of all, you can't supplement a bad diet. So no. I want you to hear what he just said. Again, no matter what anybody tells you, by taking a pill, that's outside in still. What he just taught you is inside out, but now we still want to exogenously provide our bodies with some nutrients. So what I heard is omega. I heard vitamin D. I heard probiotics and prebiotics. What else? Multivitamin, multimineral, phytonutrient, and a good old fruit and greens drink. And I'll tell you why. You need anywhere from 12 to 14 fruits and vegetables. And I can tell you from my own experience and I break my bottom every day to try and get it. It's hard to get that amount and the diversity and the plethora of nutrients, you're gonna have to supplement. And by the way, you can't supplement yourself out of a bad diet, but you can also outrun yourself out of a bad diet. Diet is the backbone for everything you do. There was a saying that I just saw, you exercise for one hour a day, but what are you doing for the other 23? Yeah, good point. Good point. Okay. So there's a lot of confusion. So I want to close with this on where should I get these supplements, right? I think you we're very good about talking about how we should buy our food. You know, you and I both use a company called Nutridyne. And the reason we use it is because we've got a lot, a lot of years of trust over 40 years. They've built the reputation of providing us with the research and the manufacturing that we know what's on the bottle and it's going into patients' bodies, including my own body. I know what I'm getting. Just speak to that for a moment. Without question, you know, Nutridyne, um, I've used them and I've worked with them for 12 years. I've used them for over 20. They're a family owned business. So you always have somebody to touch and they're extremely transparent. You know, as a practitioner who uses a lot of supplements to help people through everyday ills, you want that transparency. You want that quality guarantee. You want what you can give yourself, your wife, your family, your friends to your patients. And they, without question, fit the bill. And, and one of the best things is they're always progressing with equations. They're always adhering. And you know, um, there's a good amount of choice also. Sometimes you get a company and companies are great. They have one or two or three products. This one has enough as a backbone. So you know, I do endorse Nutridyne. Everybody knows I work with them. I work with them because I choose to work with them, just like we spoke about the mattress company. It's not like, hey, do you want to do this? It's, hey, I love what I see. Everybody's yeah. getting better. I got to message this word because, you know, somebody said to me, was, I have a hundred year old patient 
And he, I just saw him before. Great guy. Drives himself here and everything. He's hysterical. He said, you know, I woke up today. There was no flowers or dirt. I'm ready to go. <laughs> one thing, young man, that I want to let you know, makes me feel good when he calls me a young man. Your work is not done in this lifetime. It's done in multiple lifetimes. And if that's the case, the supplements are the seeds for generations to come. Absolutely. So uh, I would recommend that if you're listening to this, you go, okay, what do you know, find a Nutridyne practitioner. They're mm-hmm. all around the country. Um, and if you got to reach out to us, we can help provide some direction there as well. Dr. Silverman, so just great information. I think just tactical and practical things to help us live a healthier life. So I encourage you to take this information, go and start taking action. Cause here's the difference between, or the purpose of knowledge is action. So I know some of you know these things, some of this stuff isn't rocket science, but it's our ability to bridge the gap between knowledge and action. And that sometimes is a big gap. So my encouragement today is start putting these uh, tactics inside your own routine and make that routine your reward. Thanks so much, Dr. Rob. My pleasure. Knowledge plus action equals power. I love it. I love it. You can find more thoughts on how to move beyond bricks at drnathanunruh.com. 